Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. We're a little bit tired this Monday morning, February 5th, but this is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Due to icy conditions on the roads and walkways, all Anne Arundel County Public Schools will open two hours late today, in case you did not know. There's not going to be any morning half-day pre-K or ECI classes, and no morning sessions at Cat North or South. Brady under pressure, escapes the sack, launching one for the end zone. It's a jump ball, and it's incomplete. And Grock was there. And time runs out. This is the end of the game. And for the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Finally. Yo, Philly, you really did beat Tom Brady and the New England Patriots in a thrilling Super Bowl that rewrote the offensive record book. Nick Foles guided the drive of a lifetime. Zach Ertz made a bobbling touchdown catch that had to survive a replay review. And an exhausted defense came up with not one but two stands in the final moment for a 41-33 victory over the New England Patriots. For the first time ever, the Eagles are NFL champions. Fly Eagles fly indeed. Here's what Nick Foles had to say after the game. Just another game, right, Nick? Yeah, just another game. (laughs) Unbelievable. All glory to God. Obviously, Lily really likes this mic. She She has no idea. You didn't, it didn't seem like the game, the nerves, the pressure matched up against Brady bothered you. What was going on inside you? I I felt calm. I mean, we have such a great group of guys, such a great coaching staff. We felt confident coming in and, you know, we just went out there and played football. You know, we played this game since we were a little kid. We've dreamed about this moment. There's plenty of kids watching this game right now, dreaming about this moment. Someday we'll be here. And to be here with my daughter, my wife, my family, my teammates, this city, We're very blessed. Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. Congratulations, Philadelphia. Well-deserved. But what's a Super Bowl without commercials? It was really kind of weak this year, I thought. There was nothing that jumped out as outstanding, possibly the Alexa commercial with um, Jeff Bezos. But boy, if you needed to vote for the worst, Ram Trucks built to serve. Honestly, who thinks using Martin Luther King Jr.'s voice to posthumously sell trucks is a good idea. Let's just say that Twitter was not kind. In football news, a little bit closer to home, Ray Lewis, who played all 17 of his NFL seasons as a Baltimore Raven, leading his team to two Super Bowl championships and winning two Defensive Player of the Year awards, is headed to the Sports Hall of Fame in August. Saturday night at the NFL Honors Award Ceremony, Lewis was elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility, so congratulations go to Ray Lewis. As evidence of the lasting cognitive damage caused by football to developing brains continues to mount, one Maryland lawmaker has decided to take the issue to the State House. A new measure is being drafted by State Delegate Terry Hill, a Democrat, 
would prohibit Maryland State Board of Education from approving tackle football programs for children under the age of 14 and require those 14 and up who want to play to take a course explaining the risks associated with concussions and brain injury. It would also include provisions against heading in soccer and checking in lacrosse for kids under the age of 14. The bill is expected to be finalized before Friday, which is the House deadline to be assured of a hearing. A viral video that appears to depict child pornography has caught the attention of law enforcement in Maryland and across the country. A Maryland State Police Computer Crimes Task Force has joined special police units from multiple states in investigating the origins of a video that appears to show an underage girl involved in a sex act. The clip was widely shared this weekend over social media and on internet service providers across the country, and anyone with information about the identity of the child or the suspect in the video is asked to contact the Maryland State Police at 410-653-4200. Police have asked anybody who has received the video to delete it immediately and to report it to the social media or internet service provider. Tonight, the Anne Arundel County Council will take up legislation that would increase their pay in accordance with the 2017 Salary Standard Commission's report. The bill, sponsored by Chris Trumbauer of District 6, would increase the council chair's salary from $40,500 to $43,350 in December of 2018. That salary would also increase up to $46,003 through December of 2021. Likewise, the vice chair of the council would receive increases up to 42216 from 37 through 2021, and non-chair council members would jump from 36000 to 41311 again through 2021. These increases are gradual each year, and if approved, would mark the first salary change for the council since 2002. As a taxpayer, I have no problem with that. Those guys do a lot of good work. Not a lot of information here, but this morning at about 2 a.m., Anne Arundel County police responded to a fatal pedestrian crash at Route 3 and Crofton Boulevard in Crofton. The accident reconstruction team was still on the scene very early this morning, and they are not releasing any more information until they have completed their work. Your best bet for more up-to-date information on that will be to check into ionanapolis.net a little bit later this morning, and we will have an update for that here tomorrow morning. Rush hour traffic is a little bit snarled, and to give us the reason why it may be a little bit snarled, we have George Young from DMV Weather coming right up. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George from DMV Weather with your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, February 5th. After a sloppy storm yesterday, we got a cold and windy day in the Annapolis area and all of Anne Arundel County today with temps only in the 30s and winds 10 to 20 with gusts between 30 and 40 miles per hour up through about 6 p.m. tonight. 
Conditions will then settle down for a near normal day on Tuesday with temps in the 40s, but then the forecast gets slightly interesting and a little more frustrating yet again as another storm approaches from the south and we might see another shot of disruptive early morning winter weather on Wednesday morning in the form of snow, sleet, and or freezing rain between approximately 12 a.m. and 10 a.m. before temps warm up during the day and all remaining precipitation changes over to all rain. Once that clears out late on Wednesday, we'll likely have a couple of sunny but cold days in the 30s to end the week before yet another system moves through over the weekend with what will likely be more rain. The clock is definitely ticking on winter, but more cold is expected in the February 14th through 21st time frame, so we'll just have to be patient and hope the second half of February brings that one good snowstorm we're all looking for in and around Annapolis. Okay, that's it for us today. Make sure you download our free weather app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather, and also follow us on our website at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook, so you can always stay weather-informed. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Stay warm out there, and remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Podcasting is growing, and since we launched the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief in September 2017, we've seen an incredible response with more than 10,000 subscribers. We publish every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., and our subscribers are listening to the DNV in their homes, in their cars, in their offices, during their workouts, and virtually anywhere on demand. They are finding us wherever podcasts or audio happens, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Echo, and Google Play. If you're interested in tapping into this growing market in an incredibly affordable way, why not consider sponsoring the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief? You can sponsor a single episode, a week, or a full month for a lot less than you might imagine. Intrigued? Shoot us an email. The email address is info at ionanapolis.net. Let's see if it makes sense for you. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.